five, four, three, two. What's up? I'm Natalie. And I'm Cersei. And this is I Rewatch iCarly. Every other week, we crack open some drinks, rewatch iCarly, discuss the hell out of it, and choose a stellar fan to be the pod babe of the week at the end of each episode. It's pretty tight. So be sure to stay tuned. There are some issues with my mic in this episode. Please forgive me. Guys, before we start season two... We have something to confess to you guys. We lied. We are not re-watching I Go to Japan. We are liars. We're fakes and gays and liars. Yes. At least we're sexy. So, like, we hope that you forgive us. Speak for yourself. I am Machine Gun Kelly, <laughs> according to our intern, our social media intern. Our intern. <laughs> well, I'm Megan Fox, so. Oh, so sad for you. Yeah. That must suck. No, I wasn't. I wasn't trying to get any pity. I was just saying I am still sexy, so I hope you forgive me. Um, I mean, I guess I proposed to you, so. Yeah, that's true. It's true. We're engaged. But we're we're going to be rewatching a different episode instead. Um, so please don't cancel us. Don't give us bad reviews. We will rate yeah, them again. Don't cancel us for predicting the wrong next episode because yeah. we got our wires crossed. Cancel us for being mildly homophobic. Yeah. Do that instead. Don't do that. We're gay. Yeah. <laughs> I did realize though why we got confused and it's because I go to Japan is filmed next after season 1 but it didn't air Ooh. until later. Ooh. So um. that's not our fault that they like film things in a different order than it airs. It's not our fault that we didn't do our research. No, it's not our it's fault not. that we're stupid. Um it's not our it's fault not our that fault. we have smooth brains. Yeah, that we have like a mind mush together. That's not our fault. We're just yeah. mentally ill, okay? How dare you be ableist and expect yeah. more from us than we can physically accomplish? Yeah, it's ableist of you to believe that we wouldn't lie about the episode being wrong, so. I am sending that clip to the IRS when they ask me what's <laughs> wrong with my taxes. I'm going to be like, you it's know ableist. how much we owe each other. Yeah. Don't make me fill this out. You watch our YouTube videos, IRS. You know. You know how dumb I am. I'm not. I'm going to bleep out the beep, 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 because I don't want them coming after me for whatever reason. <laughs> They're already anyway. in this chat right now. <laughs> <laughs> They're, like, watching us, like, Homeland Security. <laughs> we just see, like, the red light come up, and it's just them. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I I know how to fi- actually. I don't know how to file my taxes, but I know that. So my mommy helps me. Aww, it must be nice to have a mom. Girl, don't even go there. <laughs> you have a mom. I just don't speak to her. <laughs> my dad abandoned me. You wanna you wanna compare and contrast? Yeah, maybe we can talk about it. Let's go to therapy. That's a different podcast. Yeah. Um, anyway, let's get into you know iCarly season two. As you can tell, things are a little different. Yeah. Natalie's talking first. I'm not saying welcome back to another episode. I know everyone's screaming, crying, shitting themselves. They yes. miss me so much. Yes. Um, season two, episode one. Period. Titled <laughs> "I Saw Him First." Um, if this was an episode of Friends, it would be titled "The One Where Everyone Is Unnecessarily Horny <laughs> All the Time." That just sounds like our episodes every single episode. <laughs> so. <laughs> I just go back on Anchor and rename every episode to the one where they're unnecessarily horny all the time. And then the one where we where we kick out Spencer from Paris, that's the only one where we're not horny. <laughs> the one where they're not horny. Yeah. Not at all. They're dry. <laughs> it's like they're on Soloft or something. 
Ayaman Zoloft. <laughs> I'm kind of worried. I didn't I didn't test my mic beforehand, but we're vibing. It's fine. We're vibes. It's season two. We're going with it. Yeah. Uh, just go with it. Starring um, Jennifer Aniston and um, the guy from Uncut Gems. Adam Sandler. <laughs> Is it? Yes. <laughs> No, when you said it like I that, feel... I was like, it's Adam Sandler. Yeah, but the only movie they were in together is Just Go With It. Is that the movie I was referencing? I have no idea. I the I just started that sentence, and by the time I got to the end of the sentence, I forgot how I started it. And we're just going with it. It's season two, so. Yeah, Just Go With It. Yeah, that just was the movie I just said. Mm-hmm. You guys, living with ADHD <laughs> is, it's hard. Legally, it's not considered a disability, but I think based on what's been exhibited in this podcast, it, it should, should be. be. The release date of this episode, <laughs> back to our podcast, yeah. um, was September 27th, 2008. Yes. I'm not going to say it, but you're all thinking it. We're all thinking it. Was it was directed by Adam Wiseman, who we know a lot about. I want yes. more viewers. I dream of dance. I want to stay with Spencer. Mm-hmm. I want to date Freddie. I heart art. I promote tag foots. It just, the list goes on. All bottom tier episodes, I would say, except okay. for I Dream of Dance. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Every Everything else was fun. I Dream of Dance, I think was a fun episode not a good episode yeah i liked it i would say i liked it and you would know our feelings about it if you watch our youtube video because we rank oh, watch it or you will die in seven <laughs> days <laughs> who said that holy fuck scary that was the irs <laughs> <laughs> the irs is actually our biggest stand yeah. watch it or die watch it or get audited <laughs> Anyway, watch our YouTube video or the IRS is literally going to audit you. <laughs> yeah, which is scarier than death in many ways. So Link in bio. You might want to do that. <laughs> it was written by Andrew Hill Newman, mm-hmm. who we just recently met. We also know. <laughs> he did I Got Detention. Mm-hmm. Okay, I stake out. <laughs> I win a date. Banger. 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 And also Stephen Malaro, three episodes he did. I want more viewers. I spy a mean teacher, mm-hmm. and I hatch chicks. Yeah, you know my mind is kind of melding on what's a good iCarly episode and what's a good I rewatch iCarly episode. Yeah, it so. happens. It happens. <laughs> In this episode, Freddie decides to invite one of his nerdy AV club friends mm-hmm. to help with the web show, but then it turns out he's actually um sexy as fuck as fuck, and the girls moist wet. <laughs> opposite of dry opposite. they are creaming their pantalones mm-hmm. they obviously do what any boy hungry pair of besties do obviously fight over a mediocre white man with a brown hair who's mm-hmm. a little bit taller than them mm-hmm. who's only redeeming <laughs> I read the rest of what you wrote and i li- <laughs> when you try to go on your own when i make that same joke <laughs> <laughs> the, way, the way we just have the same brain so same brain. Uh, i did write the notes however i did not write the synopsis i did um so i was just reading what natalie wrote and mm-hmm. i said fight over a mediocre white man and then, and then i was like who's only a little bit taller than them mm-hmm. and then she wrote whose only <laughs> redeeming quality is that he's tall <laughs> so if that's not proof that we are just two halves of the same brain yeah the same smooth brain the same smooth brain it's right here. It's funny. It's funny that I say stuff like that because I really pride myself on being smarter than everyone else. No, I agree. Like that's yeah. like 
one of my complexes is that I am a genius. Yeah. I mean, we are kind of geniuses. Yeah. It's sort of genius that we put ourselves down in this podcast because then people are like, wait, no. You're so smart. Stop. You're so You're so smart. sexy, baby Oh, my Bridges. God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Renesmee. Oh. Call me Jacob Black because you turn me on even though you're a baby. Call me Dan Schneider. <laughs> Dan Schneider is Jacob Black. Yeah. He read that imprinting thing on babies and was like, oh, oh yeah. Shit, I'm going to put that in iCarly. Let me see those baby feet. <laughs> oh, my God. Dan Schneider must love those little, like, baby foot imprint ornaments. He's like, <laughs> jail, yeah. jail, bimbo, penitentiary, wee-woo, wee-woo, wee-woo. <laughs> Okay, bestie number one and bestie number two, not us, the girls in the show, are yeah. fighting over a man who we know from something, but we'll get into that Yes, later. we will. Before iCarly goes live, Sam and Carly are waiting for Freddie in the kitchen. And then, bing! I run to the kitchen! <laughs> Spencer's in the elevator, but the elevator is not where it's supposed to be. The elevator is stuck with just a little foot for Spencer to peek his little head out. And Carly wants to call for help, but Spencer's like, nah, I'm good in here. Savage. Fred walks in, says, ooh, are those cashews? Oh, wait, sorry, sorry. Ooh, are those cashews? <laughs> I love cashews. And then he eats a cashew, and Sam is like, why does your voice sound deeper? To which he goes, oh, no, puberty. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is this like Carly or boys to men? Because Mr. <laughs> Freddie B has grown. He has He's grown. Tall, he is deep tall. Voice, confident, confident. Eating cashews? cashews. Do you know how mature you have to be to voluntarily eat a nut? That. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> like that that is a grown man right there like he but i love how this is how they like address yeah freddie becomes They're a like man he's a foot yeah his voice is he's... an octave lower like, like what's going on no more platform shoes or you will die just get audited yeah <laughs> but i just i i think it's so funny that they were like there's such a big change that we need to address this first line into the episode like mm -hmm. this is important yeah they didn't have like you know how the stranger kids thing not the stranger kids Stran <laughs> the stranger things kids <laughs> i'm not even talking about the stranger things kids oh what i'm talking about it kids in the second it movie they had to use like oh. cgi and shit like that to make them seem the same age in the flashbacks they didn't have that technology this was nickelodeon in 2008 it was nickelodeon um, a man went through puberty you just got to deal with it so is life also so is life the pure danger of spencer peeking his head out the elevator let it be known if an elevator is stuck it can move at any moment yeah which is why you never put your limbs out there because they will get taken off possibly yeah he was about to literally like get decapitated on nickelodeon like tv yeah that's dark like a ch a children's show i mean we all know that this content is not just it's, for yeah, kids it's 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 pretty dark also for 25 year olds <laughs> who are having a quarter life crisis i need to talk about something you post on the internet to feel valid i'm 26 now but <laughs> so not two 25 year olds <laughs> oldie 
What's it like being like old as fuck? What's with the aging? Disgusting. Is there powder coming out of your breasts? Yeah. And my coochie and my bingo trap. Um, I you have a coochie and a bingo trap. That's that's nice. Yeah, I got double. <laughs> wow, wow. I so know. you have a coochie, bingo trap, urethra, and an anus. That's four holes and a bussy and a bussy and a bussy five. Bussy different than the anus for you. Yeah. Wow, five holes. Five holes plus your mouth plus my mouth. Yeah, that doesn't ever fucking shut the fuck up. Six holes, six places to stick it in. <laughs> My previous statement uh, insinuates that you can't stick a dick in a urethra, so I think it's time to move on. Yeah, let's move on. I want to talk about how Spencer is referring to a fog machine as a smoker machine the entire time. It was bothering me. I know it's stupid, but he was like, yeah, I got this smoker machine, and I thought it was like a literal like smoker, like a smoked meats like thing. And then he's like, oh, you know the one where like sometimes where you do concerts and you know, there's like smoke on the thing. Sometimes when you do concerts. Yeah. That's my favorite sentence ever. Yeah. You know sometimes when you like do concerts. (laughs) But it's like, it's literally called a fog machine. Like that is what they are called. Like why, why, what? And, and he somehow accidentally turns it on while he's in the elevator. I mean, he accidentally turns me on all the time, so (laughs) not too far off. There's clearly a plug. Like, the plug is showing. It's showing. I didn't even think about the fact that it was unplugged. It's where There's no outlet in the fucking elevator. The thing that killed me is they went so out of their way to be like, so this machine exists. Spencer has it. He borrowed it from Sako. Something, something. Like, setting up that this would be a part of the B-plot. And then... Nothing. It never came back. Yeah. And the gag for just the smoke, the smoker. The smoker. Smoker smoker going off in the elevator and like sort of fogging him up with smoke. That bit wasn't good enough to justify this thing. And also, and then he's just like out of the elevator in a little bit. Like, yeah, I mean. I don't know. But the logistics are not starting off strong at all. Yeah. Um, While the girlies are chilling in the kitchen, Sam brings Carly a glass of iced tea. And Carly is mad because she asked for an iced tea with lemon. And Sam brought her a glass of iced tea with no ice <gasps> and no lemon. God <gasps> forbid. No. So Sam plops a whole lemon that she got from the conveniently placed bowl of lemons that is never there. That was right next to her on the counter. And Carly yells, why do I keep inviting you over? Carly, we are in your apartment, girl. Why is your friend, your guest serving you a drink and then you're entitled and mad because she got it wrong Mm -mm. canceled canceled i mean i think her plopping the lemon in it i i personally i would have plopped the lemon in it too because it was funny yeah well she deserved it but in carly's defense it was a little uncalled for (laughs) no she deserved it I'm in I your mean, house and you're making me serve your fucking drinks and then you're going to get mad. I I, I, I mean, okay, imagine I'm in your house and I'm like, hey, do you want a White Claw? Yeah. And you're like, and I'm going to go get it. And you're like, wait, actually, could I get a Modelo with lime? And then I bring over the Modelo with no lime. You're like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> could you could you grab the lime? Because yeah. you offered to get me the drink. And then I was like, no, I'm no. not going to get you the lime. Whole lime. <laughs> All right. Maybe I see your point. Yeah. I thought that was going to be normal, but no, it's not normal. Sam Puckett's abnormal? <laughs> really funny, though, but, yeah, uh, weird. Um, and before they... Sh- before Every they- man after their first date with me. <laughs> before 
before they go to the iCarly studio, we learn that one of Freddie's little nerdy AV friends is supposed to help them with something on the show, but he's running late. Freddie insists him. his friend go is die. Not How dare you be nerd. late to iCarly? <laughs> Us every week recording. <laughs> <laughs> Freddie insists that his friend is not a nerd, to which the girlies are simply like sipping their tea. And Carly's sipping the tea with the entire lemon in it. <laughs> oh, and it's like, it's probably not clean. So there's probably like dirt no. and wax and people's germs from touching at the store. Probably still has the sticker on it. Yeah, just like, like mm, adhesive. Yeah. Mm. Um, so the theme song pops off. It does. And ladies and gentlemen, we have, we a, have new, a new. And in five, four, four three, three, two. But it sounds more like and in five. <laughs> Four, three, two. They're like, yeah, Freddie hit puberty and we're going all in we're, on we're it. We're talking about it. We are talking about puberty. What is this, Big Mouth on the fucking show? <laughs> yeah, it's Big Mouth. Yeah. It's a cartoon starring mm-hmm. Nick Kroll and John Mulaney. Yeah, Nick Kroll and John Mulaney, they watched this specific episode of iCarly and they were like, we're going to make a show about puberty. And then we're going to lie and say it's based on our childhood? <laughs> nah. Nah. It's, it's about, based on iCarly. It's based on iCarly. Yeah. So we're in the studio. It is live. Ooh. The girlies kick off the show in questionable costumes. Sam is in a black Afro wig and Carly is in a literal coconut bra and grass skirt. Sam, racist, Carly, inappropriate. Mm -hmm. Do I need to elaborate? No. I was just like, bestie, come on. I know. They literally came on the screen and I was like, what? What the hell is this? I mean, Sam's fit was banging. It was like some cute little tight flared suede tan pants, little cute top. But then, come on. Come on, no, the wig, come on. No, yeah, I agree. The fit was good, and it fit her, like, really well. She looked great. Carly was just, like, I'm literally sorry. nude. It, um, it fit her great? You were looking at her? Oh, okay, not in that way. I meant, like, <laughs> it fit her. Like, it looked good. Oh, my God, I'm going to jail. I'm sending what myself to jail you think before about, I um, say anything. Sam Puckett. <laughs> bad. <laughs> I, I also want to say about the wig, like, it is problematic in and of itself, but also, they, like, specifically gave her a black afro. Like, yeah. she has blonde hair. Like, they couldn't have at least given her, like, a blonde afro. Like, it had to be black. Like, it was yeah. It was racist. <laughs> I, like, I feel like I've seen, like, white people when they're doing the 60s thing, like, in the blonde fro wig. Yes. And it's, like, I mean, TBH, a little bit accurate. Like, there are white people with fros, you know. Like, it happens. I I have a neighbor who has a sandy fro. <laughs> And I see it all the time. And it gets huge. Yeah. It'd be happening. It's real. It White happens. people can have afros. They're yes. never black, though. It's no. always sandy. It's yes. always sandy colored. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Like, they, like, gave her the black afro to be racist. Just put her in blackface next time, Dan <laughs> Schneider. Have blackface on Nickelodeon. I mean, you're a, you're a step away. You might as well do it. I mean, honestly, I feel like blackface would get him canceled harder than him being a literal sexual predator. Yeah. So actually do it so we can arrest you for something real. Yeah. Is blackface illegal? I don't think it's illegal. It's not illegal. <laughs> but arrest- it's wrong. You should. You should be able to get arrested for it. You should. Justin Trudeau is literally shaking. Oh, my God. Well, we're in America. He can make his own laws. Mm. 
Damn. Oh shit, the bitch from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia is shaking. Shaking. Dude, so many people are shaking. Shaking. Everybody shaking. Not me though. No, not me either. Sam right now shaking. Me right now, virtue signaling. <laughs> the bare minimum. Yeah, I've never done blackface. <laughs> so I'm kind of an activist, if you can believe. Exactly. <laughs> in the Shea apartment, Spency still stuck in the elevator. Still stuck. But who's this? Ah. A boy comes in. <gasps> Who is it? Who? Freddy's nerd friend. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm here for the show for the iCarly. I mean, he sounds nothing like that. He sounds more like, um, like I'm, I'm here, here for iCarly. Um, you know, where do, where do I go? Yeah. Wow. It's so in Wilson. Anyway, this dude comes in. He's supposed to be a nerd. Mm-hmm. And then Spencer looks at him and goes, you're not a nerd. You're kind of handsome. Mm-hmm. And Shane just goes, thanks? And then just runs up to iCarly. Spencer, let's go. Lock him up. Bimbo penitentiary. Let's go. That's illegal. Even Shane is like. Can we blang him? Blang him. (laughs) Can we blang? (laughs) Blang! Blang him. (laughs) Like, even Shane is uncomfortable. Can we blame him? It's fucking james from big time fucking rush dude dude he had this boy had my panties creaming from ages like i don't even know like i had cable for two years and it was the two years that big time rush was big and i was too old to be watching like nickelodeon or disney channel whatever it was on but i was watching it because i was like that james hey hey Hey. did you ever watch big time rush um i didn't like watch it i it was like slightly past my time i think because we're such different ages yeah i'm i'm old and gray remember <laughs> i totally forgot to research this guy i meant to do it but then um i forgot i did it oh you do it later yes <laughs> oh i was gonna do it right now <laughs> well i'll do it now since cersei wants to talk about him from big time rush now but shane <sighs> is played by james maslow and this was his <sighs> big acting debut is this iCarly episode This was his first time on TV. Hello. And as Cersei already revealed, you may know him since he is in a big time rush. And his character, if you didn't know, his name was James Diamond. But he was also on season 18, Dancing with the Stars. He came in fourth. And he was on Celebrity Big Brother. And he came in sixth place. Wow. Also, apparently there is a big rumor going around that Miss Miranda Cosgrove was dating James IRL at the time that this episode aired. I emoji, I emoji. (laughs) They dated from March 2007 to February 2009. So just about like a year and a half. That's like a little chunk of time when you're a kid. Yeah. So they were like dating. They like met and then they like dated. Wow. That's never happened to me. That's insane. Yeah. So that's that's the tea. Did you know like anything about Big Time Rush? Like, do you know who the boys are? Did you watch it? I mean, like I like I said, I know it, and like I know some of the songs, and like I bow, if I like bow, saw them, like I would know it, but like I wouldn't, like I wouldn't be able to tell you who's who or what or whatever. Like it didn't automatically click. Wait, do you do you know the four names? Well, I was looking it up before, so it was like. It fucking I don't I don't even know anymore. I know James. <laughs> I don't know. One of them is also a Kardashian name. Oh, it's like Rob or something. <laughs> Rob is a Kardashian name. Kendall. Yes, one of them is Kendall. One of them is um a common name in Latin America. 
Oh, there's Carlos and Logan. I just Googled it. Yeah. Oh, I thought I thought you got Carlos, and then my hint for Logan was going to be one of the Paul brothers. <laughs> I can't believe you ruined our fun guessing game. Any- now I'm mad. Well, you ruined me revealing that he was in Big Time Rush, so now we're even. I mean, he came on the screen. Usually we talk about who they are when they come on the screen. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Sorry. Yeah, you should be. The IRS. She's sorry. Except you volunteer, you're going to get audited. No. Anyway. Next on iCarly. She just said, check my taxes. Yeah. I know they're fine. Check them. I do them myself. Oh, okay, genius. <laughs> genius in the room does her taxes herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, can I can I move on, please? Can we? No, I'm going to talk about this some more. Just say you've never worked no. in the service industry <laughs> and that you get like a nice, neat W-2 and you know how to fill it out. I literally have worked in the service industry. For how long? <laughs> uh, for like two and a half years back in the day. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm Ooh. sorry. You said just say you've never done Aww. it and then I say I have done it and you're like, no, that's not good enough. That's not yeah, good enough, not you good fucking enough. bitch. You're never good enough for me. Oh my god, I'm tired. Develop a complex. I'm so tired, guys. I can't. <laughs> I can't speak in this fucking podcast. Next on my Carly, Sam and Carly shove blueberries up their noses. <laughs> Cla- <laughs> classic stuff. Carly starts to hula dance like an idiot. Her words, not mine. And Sam plays the trombone. And then they just go around going, bet, bet, bet. The fact that you did not quote the delivery on Sam playing the trombone. Carly goes, and Sam's going to play. And then Sam picks up the trombone and goes, the trombone, baby. <laughs> it was just like, it was so good. Amazing. It was perfect. 10 out of 10. Was she playing it or was she playing it badly? She was playing it badly. Oh, okay. I thought she was like a genius for a second. Well. She's not you, apparently. She's not. But if you remember, she says in I Had Chicks. I don't remember. Mentally ill. An episode that was also written by Steve Malaro that she took two years of trombone lessons. So. Sexy. A little callback from another episode that he had written. Hot, sexy, Love it. Mm-hmm. Even though she sucks, the two years clearly were not worth it, but... Hey, we all have hobbies that we just do for fun, not for skill. Yeah. But, um... Like you and this podcast. Exactly. But her playing trombone with blueberries in her nose, isn't that, like, really dangerous? Because, like, if she inhales to take a breath for the next, like, note, she's... Yeah, she's going to... <laughs> suck those blueberries up into her no, nostrils i don't think you you don't inhale from your nose you inhale from your mouth when you're playing but like because it's it's quicker if you do your mouth are you a trombone expert did you take two years of trombone classes and i don't know about uh, no my mom was a professional brass musician Damn. back in the day she was first chair at lane tech she went to indiana university with the french horn and tuba so yeah, I have those in my house and I watch her play. Damn. Okay, Mama, go off. If you want, I could text her. I could text her and get like a professional's opinion. Okay. Oh, wait, actually, she's in the bath right now. We don't want to bother her. I'll bother her. I'll bother her whenever. Could you answer a quick question for me? LOL. We'll see if she has her phone on her. She's a boomer, so she never does. <laughs> um. So the two girls, they're looking dumb as fuck when Mister Sex God himself walks in, nods his head to them, and the girls' panties and Cersei's are 
instantly fucking soaking wet. Dripping. Dripping. Niagara Falls. Sam immediately takes her racist wig off and smooths her hair out, which she could have just had the hair out the whole time. They're both trying to shoot Shane some little fuck me eyes in their horny little haze, but then they realize that the blueberries are still in their noses. Oh, God. So they look at each other, look at the camera, and then... And huff out their noses in unison. <laughs> I, okay, my mom, she lived in London in the 80s, right? Mm-hmm. And basically, it was really common in at least the UK for, like, dudes, if they had a booger or something, they'd do this thing called a snot rocket. Yeah, they'd yes. plug one nostril and, and just, just <laughs> it out. And that's all I could think of when they huffed those blueberries. Yeah, I, I think, honestly, at that point, they should have just kept the blueberries in their mouth. Like, yeah. In their mouth. <laughs> In their nose. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even hear that. I was just like, yeah, uh-huh, sounds right. But also, since yes. you said that my panties were creaming, an overwhelming thought I had while watching this was like, why? Like, I know that he, I thought he was so cute when I was younger, but I was mm-hmm. watching this and I was just like, usually I look back at the boys that I thought were cute when I was younger and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, you know, he's a handsome little boy. Mm-hmm. Like, I see why I, mm-hmm. I had such a crush on him. Him, I was like, no, bestie. There's nothing going on there. No offense, James, but full offense. <laughs> like, he's fine, but, like, I, it's, like, every single time, like, I was saying how I don't get how girls are, like, so into guys who are so tall. Like, that's that's it for him. Like, he's just, he's, like, tall. I think it was also the swoopy hair. The swoopy that was hair, such a thing yeah. when we that, were younger. I was going to say, like, did Shane not watch the web show beforehand? Like, they're so embarrassed about them doing weird stuff. But, like, iCarly's, like, such a popular show, right? So, like, why are they embarrassed when they do all this weird-ass fucking shit every other episode? I mean, he is a transfer student, so, yeah, it's, like, it's popular, and it's popular at their school, definitely, but it might be... Also, he might have, like, a social life and not watch kids on the internet doing dumb stuff in his free know. time. I don't know. But, well, it wasn't just at their at their school because, remember, fucking Mandy, like, didn't go to their school and was, like, a huge fan, too. So, like, it's popular on the internet, period. I mean, like, I feel like popular on the internet means that, like, worldwide, like, five kids from every school knows about it, you know? Like... Well, they're getting millions of views. I feel like, if, so. like yeah, like, I know, like... Like, who PewDiePie is. He gets millions of views. Have I ever seen a single video? No. If I saw him on the street, would I be like, oh, my God, that's PewDiePie? I'd be like, no. (laughs) No. I don't know what he looks like. Like, heard of him. I'm just saying that they do all this weird shit on the internet anyway, and now all of a sudden they're, like, embarrassed. Own it. I mean, I do weird shit on the internet, but if a sexy man walked in, I would probably also huff the blueberries out of my nose. I guess that's because there's a very big difference between doing it on the internet and doing it IRL. <laughs> yeah, like like the second a sexy man walks in the room, I'm like, you know what? I've never had a single personality trait. I'm actually stupid and boring and really hot, and that's it. So, but so they both run to Shane. They grab his hand and they pull him into the room as they explain he's helping them with a bit on iCarly. The girls are so fucking digmatized and soaking. They're saying absolute nonsense. Like, you're in the AV club? Wow, that's so awesome. What's cooler than a guy in the AV club? (laughs) Nothing. They're just staring at this dude in silent horniness until Freddie has to remind them that they're literally on a live web show. 
Freddie is literally shaking, crying, and throwing up in this moment because he's like, I, what was going through his head this whole time? Nathan Crest did not have a big role in this episode. It no. was weird to me. It was, He was literally just like there and yes. then would say one thing and then leave. And left. then leave. Yeah. No, I wanted him to be more of a like role in this. Like he, they could have played up his role. Yeah. I wanted him to be either like laughing at them for like yeah. so obviously or being so fighting. embarrassing or be jealous. Yes. And like, fight. I'm in the AV club and your panties haven't been wet for that for a second. Like, yeah. this is unfair. I'm oppressed. What about know? me? What about me and my AV and my tech equipment? Come on. I hit puberty. I'm like a foot taller now. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Give me a chance. What do you think of my equipment now? <laughs> but Shane is setting up some insane fucking unreal contraption. And Carly goes, tell him, Shane. The girls are handcuffed with a long wire that's plugged into this crazy device. And then Sam puts her bare foot into a bucket of vinegar. Mm-hmm. And Carly puts her bare foot into a bucket of goat's milk. Jail to you, Dan Schneider. Jail. How many children's feet How many? will you get to see because you are a director of a children's television show? You're sick in the head, mister. Sick. 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 Where's the where's the the fucking cell? Where's his cell block at Bimbo Penitentiary? It's just every time he does something fucked up, it just adds another block to it. And he's the only one there. He just switches rooms. Yeah, he just switches rooms. Then the girls touch their tongues to the opposite ends of a crystal rod. Up and okay, until this moment, I was like, is this real? Because like you know, magnets and like conductors. Milk is like like alkaline, and then you know, like vinegar is like acidic or whatever, mm-hmm. and then like crystal. Like I was like, you oh know, my god, ooh. is this something real? Is something real gonna happen? And then the rod begins to glow red and purple with electromagnetism. And then I was like, okay, fake news. This yeah. is not real. This is fake. stupid. This is some bullshit. I thought it was gonna be a fun little science experiment, and then they were like, yeah, fake. And I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, that ruins that, I guess. You know what else really bugged me about this episode is that the whole thing is that they're nerds because they're in the AV club. Yeah. Um, The AV club is not science, first of all. <laughs> no. The well, AV club stands for the audio visual yes. club. So Freddie's nerdiness 100% makes sense. Yeah. But AV nerds are not science nerds. No. AV nerds are dorks who like movies yeah. and like microphones and like cameras. And it was really only a nerdy thing from the 60s to the 90s. And then after the 90s, it started to get like cool. cool. And now AV clubs have like evolved to be like a really great way for richer schools to get people into the arts and stuff like that, like the technical aspects mm-hmm. of the arts. And most of the time I researched this, I looked it up because I was like, the AV club is not fucking, it's not fucking science. Yeah. Um. So most of the time, the AV club, like, works in tandem with, like, the theater department, helping yes. with productions and stuff yes. like that. So it's like, no, AV club kids are not science nerds. They're artists who aren't that creative, so they get into the technical <laughs> aspect of it. Exhibit A, Freddie. Yes. I was going to say, I mean, AV guys, like, can be nerdy just in a different way. Like, obviously, yeah. they're not science people, which is what I was going to say is I don't understand why... I thought that he was coming to help, like, produce 
the web show. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. then when they came and like did like an experiment, I was super confused because that's not what I was expecting. Because like you said, they had said that he was an AV guy. So why would they be doing a science yeah. experiment? I thought the same thing. I was just like, this is random. You could have just had fucking Gibby do this. Like, why does the AV yeah. nerd like <laughs> need to be the one to do the science experiment? Gibby could have been on the show with his shirt off doing this fucking science experiment for them. But no, they yeah. have the Mr. Sexy James Maslow big time rush guy come out and hook them up to some handcuffs. And do absolutely nothing. You know. And then it wasn't even it wasn't even real science. It was fake science. Fake science. Fake news, fake science. I'm so heated over that that it wasn't real science. Yeah. They could have taught us something and they chose not to. They chose not to. Fuck you, Dan Schneider. And we saw children's feet. Mm -hmm. Fuck you twice. A double whammy. Anyway. Anyway. Back at the school, the Freddie comes over to the girls' lockers and asks if they've seen Shane because he needs to give him the hard drive. Mm -hmm. And they start tweaking over Shane's whereabouts. And they're like, oh, my God, I'll give it to him. Oh, my God, I'll give it to him. <laughs> Freddie's like, never mind, crazies, and walks away. The girls slowly reveal to each other that they both like Shane. Oh, no. And they both want to ask him out. <gasps> Carly's like, hmm, me thinks we have to abide by the code of the girls. Ooh. And Sam's like, like, whoever saw him first gets him. Agreed. And then they both scream. So, so I'm, I'm going to ask him out. <laughs> the fact that both Carly and Sam are interested in the same man, plot hole. That makes mm -hmm. no sense. Mm -mm. No sense to me. Mm -mm. Also, previously, we have seen that Miss Sam Puckett is into personnel Itay. Yes. She said, I need me a freak. I need me a weirdo. Yes. I need me a goofball. I need me a jokester. Yes. I don't care about height. I don't care about looks. No. I don't care about fashion. I don't care about shoes. I don't care about how many toes you have. <laughs> I don't care if he's Natalie's ex. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> In fact, I prefer it. <laughs> but no, it may like it makes no sense. It it I I don't know. Also very important thing here. Freddie is wearing Converse's. He threw away those platform shoes and he is a grown man, baby. I've grew. I've grown. I'm up here. He said, throw those bitches in the trash. I will never see those again. He said, flat shoes only. He said, the testosterone glands, they started delivering. Flowing. It's flowing. <laughs> He said, throw away those platform shoes. <laughs> no more tick baths for me, mom. Go ahead and try it. The girls go back to the iCarly studio and they review the footage of the moment they first saw Shane on the show. And they come to the conclusion that it is a dead tie. <gasps> so... They'll both just date him at the same time, and they'll be super mature about it. And then they instantly start being super not mature about it, and they start to sabotage each other. I was just like, I Carly invents polyamory, mm -hmm. polyamorousness, mm -hmm. po polygamy. Polygamy. <laughs> They're getting married, sister wives. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say this is sister wives. <laughs> this is the inspiration for sister wives. <laughs> I Carly fucking use a blueprint for everything. Everything. Anything and everything. But the dialogue for this, like, whole little scene is so forced. And we would never let a man come between us because we are best friends. Like, this is exactly how girls talk. You, like, they did. This is, like, it's like, wow. Wow. You know, 
the exclusive men who write and direct this show because we've never had a female writer or director they just get women Period. it's like they really have they an just, insight into how we talk especially to each other. teenage women you know they just really understand yeah. the struggles of teenage women they really do yeah because it's so often that you and your bestie <laughs> are interested in the exact same guy and yes. are so vocal about it yes um not like when i was 12 and i would literally rather vomit and stab myself than admit to my best <laughs> friend that i actually had a crush yeah and that i was thinking about asking a guy out right also what's up with that what's up with girls asking guys out on a date in fucking 2008 Mm -mm. no i mean like now i get it however when you're 12 in 2008 no 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 absolutely not Mm -mm. like sorry to feminism but absolutely no absolutely not no um the thing too is that not only is this like not a conversation that two girls would have Mm -hmm. but it's also info dumping yeah literally them just saying like Oh, we would never let a man come between us just because they want to have some kind of dialogue. Oh, let me say the plot of the episode. Yes. Yes. I was like, really? And a really funny part about that little scene, though, is the fact that they, like, literally made Freddie be there for this whole thing. Like, the two of them are, like, nutting (laughs) over this other guy, and Freddie is there the entire time just fucking shitting, crying, and throwing up because the two of them are, like... Who are you again? He literally doesn't have a real role in this episode. He's literally just, like, facilitating stuff. And then says something snarky and then leaves. And it's like, Freddy isn't that, like, I don't know. First of all, he was never, like, that snarky. And, like, he was kind of like a little bitch boy. So it's like, maybe they're like, oh, he went through puberty. Like, he's not. Now he's a a man. He doesn't care about women. But then he's still, like. He's like, Carly, please. Please let me let me kiss your pussy, please. <laughs> but also, like that's the thing is that they could they could play up on that so much, and there is not a single word about that. I mean, there is some later. We'll we'll get to it. But like, it's weird and out of nowhere. Whereas before, it was literally like building up. Like there could have been so many times where he could be saying shit. Yeah, and I thought it was really weird in the beginning when Shane first came in, and the girls were clearly nutting themselves. And, like, Freddie noticed it, but he was sort of, like, jokingly annoyed by it instead of jealous. And I was yes. like, he should be hurt right now. He should be, yes. like, writhing in pain right now. But instead, yes. he's just sort of like, uh, boy, crazy girls, annoying. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, back at the Shea apartment. <laughs> oh, first, back at the Shea apartment of season two. Hell Spencer yeah. has an elevator repairman over who has a unibrow. Not mm-hmm. that it's important, but I thought I'd say it. <laughs> and this unibrow fucks up the elevator even more, and it crashes eight floors to the base of Monte. Mm-hmm. The repairman is listing out exactly what he did to fix the elevator, and he's like, well, I rewired the buttons, reset the gears, and greased the shaft. Mm-hmm. Yep. Greased the shaft? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Greased yep. the shaft. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. An elevator shaft does not need to be greased. A penis shaft, however, <laughs> might have to be greased on some occasion. <laughs> they might need to be. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, and also, if the elevator fell, would it make sense to make it more greasy no i mean i don't know how elevators work i'm gonna be honest i'm hot i, I know how elevators work they don't need to be greased i don't know it, it's not adding up they just me. said hey elevator shaft how do we make a dick joke <laughs> shaft. Said, nice 
<laughs> but when Spencer, oh, these kids aren't even gonna fucking get it. <laughs> so funny. Got him. Jokes on Nickelodeon. <laughs> when Spencer is walking the repairman to the stairs, Sam comes running in, asking if anyone heard that loud crash, and the repairman just goes, "Everyone's a critic." <laughs> that was that was so funny. That was a genuine LOL. That was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Sam comes over to prep for iCarly and lies about being busy with homework earlier to avoid that she was hanging out with Shane. Mm -hmm. Like, as if anyone would believe that she was busy with homework. Anyway, Mm -hmm. Carly's like, you don't need to lie. We're going to be mature about this. Right. And Sam's like, okay, well, I was with Shane. (laughs) And Carly's like, fine. (laughs) Where? (laughs) And Sam's like... He bought me a smoothie. And Carly's like, oh, cool, cool. He bought me a smoothie last night. And then Sam's like, oh, nice. What size? Medium. Aww. That's all I wanted. (laughs) Sam flexes that he told her she had a cute nose. So Carly flexes that she felt his arm muscles. Ooh. I'm not impressed by any of this because nobody got a pop for their boomerang. So... (laughs) Damn. Who cares? Who cares? Where's Gibby? He would get a pop for his boomerang. <laughs> but you're 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 gonna tell me that this mm-hmm. man brought two different girls who are besties to the smoothie place and expected them not to talk about it. He bought them both smoothies. Like that you don't have anything else to do. Well, you know what? If we're bringing this up now, let's bring it up now. Let's bring it up. First of all, what man would be super into Sam and also super into Carly? I I don't know. What what man would both Carly and Sam be super into? What man would willingly date two best friends at the same time? I mean, there's men. Yeah, but openly, knowingly? No. No, not openly, no. Yeah, I, it, it, this is their dream, I think, is a man being able to date two best friends and take them on the same exact fucking dates. Oh, and the fact that it is hinging on the fact that the two girls can be mature about it. Yeah. No, actually setting boundaries and expectations for relationships is mature. Yeah. And letting people walk all over you and do the exact same date with your best friend yes. is um, letting you like be um, manipulated and emotionally abused. They make it seem like he is so unaware of what is happening, too. Yeah. Like, that he is just some innocent bystander in these crazy girls' little, like, plot to, like, fucking take him to get a pop for his boomerang. But, like, no. And it's like, if you were to switch the genders, first of all, Shane would be a slut. Yeah. Period. Like, I don't know. It just, it just doesn't make sense. I didn't. I didn't like the dynamic. I, yeah. Like, I just, it doesn't make sense that this dude would be willingly taking out two female best friends and being like, yep, this is fine. And then the fact that, like, they're writing this, like, oh, if these two little girls were mature enough, right. they'd be able to handle dating the same man at the same time. Right. And and not making this man, like, pick either one either. Like, he gets yeah. to date both of them, but they need to, like, figure it the fuck out and stop being dramatic misogyny and it's like oh yeah you should be okay with the fact that a man took another chick on the exact same date as you oh and that other chick is your best friend yeah like you should not you should not feel uh any type of way about it uh yeah no actually like um saying hey you know i don't want you dating other people that's a very normal thing to say right 
And if you don't want to do that, then don't date me. Then don't. Or at least take me on a different date. Or at least date someone who's not my best friend. Yeah. That's just weird. I don't know. But okay. Moving on. Moving on. I got to I gotta keep moving on because I'm going to be All mad right, about sorry. this. No, it's I'll okay. I'll stay on this forever. That's fine. But I can we talk about their outfits though? Yes. Let me paint you a picture here. Paint it for me, Picasso. Carly is wearing yellow pants with a blue and gray striped <laughs> three-quarter sleeve shirt and a black like tie-up corset you know what i'm talking about back in the 2000s you know and also before i move on to sam's outfit carly's pants have like angel wings in the back yeah and it took me a little to realize what they were because i kept thinking that she had like literally a short stain on her pants (laughs) it looked like to me like her hands were wet and she came out of the bathroom and just wiped them on her butt like it just looked like a weird stain especially because they were yellow and like the the little angel wings were like red or something so it was throwing me off I was like damn she took your title of Miss Lispy Shard herself or something (laughs) but no one will ever take that title (laughs) oh yeah Miss Lispy Shard herself (laughs) but Sam is wearing a jean skirt on top of leggings with a pattern shirt and a pattern short sleeved zip up sweatshirt like these two outfits you're also forgetting my favorite part she also had a pink and brown plaid headband on which is the most out of character thing i have ever fucking seen from sam puckett yes i was like is she trying to be a girly girl for shane uh maybe and and she had like a heart chain necklace on too like a long like heart necklace she was like i'm in love i gotta wear my heart necklace ask me who's in (laughs) who's in my heart it's shane it's shane (laughs) I love him. Like the jean short, the jean leggings. I mean, oh my God. The jean skirt on top of the leggings. Peak 2008. Yeah, I was staring at her outfit when um, later on in the episode and I was literally just like, who is in charge of this and why? Well, that's that's what it was. That's fashion. That's 2008 core right there. I mean, I mean, on Nickelodeon and Disney Channel, I think they took it up a notch. Like, it was always a little more than we would see in grammar school, you know? Oh, yeah. But, I mean, it was still, like, I I own a short sleeve zip-up sweatshirt. Yeah, but you wouldn't pair it with what they paired it with. No, but I might have. I might have come close to it. All right. Well, maybe I'm built different. <laughs> but I do remember that, like, I had a uniform in my school. And we had out-of-uniform days on some Fridays, but we'd have to pay a dollar for them. Yeah. And I remember this one day, I was like, I am dripping. I am looking good. <laughs> like, like the drip immaculate. Like, I'm serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Mm-hmm. It was literally a camo t-shirt that said NYC on it. Sir. Keep in mind, I live in Chicago. Sir. Like, straight up Chicago. I go to Chicago I don't think school. anybody knows that you live in Chicago. No, nobody knows. I don't think you've ever said that before. All right, all right. I'll reiterate again. So I live in a city called Chicago. (laughs) It is only the third largest city in America. However, it it was voted second most beautiful city in the world. Wow. Meaning Chicago is more beautiful than places in Europe and Africa and Asia that are gorgeous. Yeah. So some would call it number one in America. Anyway, um, so I wore it, it was tight. It was like a tight, tight t shirt camo said mm-hmm. NYC on the boobs. Mm-hmm. I didn't have boobs when I wore it though, so don't worry about that. Mm-hmm. And then I wore um these like baggy jeans that were like completely straight leg, and I wore really chunky vans that were like pink and black checkered mm-hmm. with the green camo. And I was like, This is fashion. Fashion. 
2008 core. It wasn't even like I wasn't thinking about it when I put it together. It was like I was like, this is a serve. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe maybe you have something there. I know. Maybe. Uh, I'm I'm right, but continue. You're always right. Anyway, um, so things get savage between the girls. Sam calls Carly desperate. Carly asks Sam if when Shane told you that you had a cute nose, did he also mention the booger inside of it? <laughs> Sam's like, I don't have a booger. And then Sam screams at Carly to stop dating Shane. And Carly's like, no. I'm seeing shame to shame. (laughs) I'm seeing shame tonight. To which Sam says, obviously. And Carly's like, what's that supposed to mean? And Sam goes, why don't you ask your new helping bra? (laughs) This was fully an LOL from me, however. Men writing jokes about little girls, little girl boobs is so scary to me. But also, I suppose that it is funny that her tits are still completely non-existent. So I guess it's better that they didn't actually make her have huge fucking knockers for this bit. (laughs) I was going to say, I'm glad that you acknowledge that it is funny because it was funny. It was funny. But when you think a little too hard about it, it is weird. And you know what? This is the difference between a show like Pen15, where it's two women writing yeah. about their experience as, you know, young girls, and yeah. it's funny, and it's awkward, and ha ha ha. But then, like, when you think about, like, grown men, just men being like, oh, let's let's talk about a little premature tits. <laughs> it's going to be so funny. It's also funny and scary at the same time that this is like a recurring joke now because they also made the joke when the clown was like, how do I put this bra on? And Carly was like, I don't know, which Adam Wiseman directed that one, too. So. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 911. We have a grown man obsessed with prepubescent girls, non-existent titties. Wee woo, Um, wee woo, wee woo. Lock him up. Lock him up. Carly storms out of the house before realizing it's her house and Sam should leave. So she goes back in and kicks her out. Which we're not sure if it's her house anymore because Sam is there all the time and Sam also served her a drink. Yeah. So maybe like legally she's kind of like a resident. Yeah. I think she's like squatting at this point. So yeah. Squatters squatters rights. rights. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) What are the laws in Seattle? (laughs) We are back at the school and Sam brings Carly some I'm sorry cookies and they both apologize to each other sincerely but Carly still makes Sam eat the cookies first just to make sure that she didn't poison them you never know Freddie comes over grabs a cookie is going to town on it he's like yum who made these and Carly's like Sam and he just instantly goes (laughs) and like spits out his chewed cookie onto the fucking school floor. Nasty. Nasty. And Carly's like, no worries. Like, she didn't do anything to them. (laughs) And Freddie's like, okay, but still, when was the last time that Sam washed her hands? And they all just pause. (laughs) They look horrified. And they all put their cookies back (laughs) onto the plate. Even Sam. And then they throw them away. And then they throw them away. Yes. Uh, me thinks if Sam gave Shane a hand job, <laughs> she would give him a UTI. <laughs> she would give him a UTI. The turntables. The turntables. I was going to say Sam started COVID. <laughs> <laughs> she started the straight up COVID that gives you chronic yeah. UTIs. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, she's the reason why everybody needs to learn how to wash their hands. Where it's like, you gotta wash your hands for 30 seconds and blah, blah, blah. And Sam's like vigorously taking notes. <laughs> she's like, I didn't know that. I just, I don't understand. Like, like, oh, the not washing your hands bit. It's like, don't teach kids that this is funny. I, I don't know. I was just like. Why do we think Sam is so dirty? But then she, she agreed. She, she said, agreed. I shouldn't eat these either. She was like, you, you got a point there. She was like, fair enough. I think it's just poor shaming her. <laughs> where she's yeah. like, like, she's so poor that she doesn't wash her hands. Or she's like, so like, not girly that she doesn't wash her hands. And I'm like, Yeah, okay. I feel like it's definitely some weird classist thing. I can't really put my finger on it. Yeah. They're poor shaming. Also, she has hands that could give you a UTI. Yeah. Watch out. Watch out. The girls reveal to Fredward that their date him at the same time plan is going horribly wrong. Nah, you think? <laughs> Shocker. Who would have thought? Fred tells Carly, okay, why don't you let Sam date Shane and then you can find somebody else to date? And Carly's like, why? And he goes, because I'm lonely and available. Listen, I'm doing this law of attraction practice <laughs> called the magic. And I'm really not supposed to say negative things about myself because <laughs> it manifests those bad things further. But, but if I could make a joke right here, it would rhyme with, wow, I bant Kaleev, I'm Betty Frenson. <laughs> but I never said that. Don't tell the universe. Nobody, yeah, nobody heard it. Nobody heard it. Nobody heard it. Just the IRS listening into our call right now. But that well, I hope it. they enjoy it. They can't do anything about that. <laughs> they said a lonely bitch, huh? Oh. Is that our jurisdiction? It's funny you say that because I wrote a little thing. Uh, like when will Freddie learn that him begging Carly for some puss is just pushing her away? <laughs> Stop being desperate. Carly was begging to hang out with him when she thought he was mad at him in the other episode, I Fence. But now mm -hmm, she's got the mm -hmm. ick when you're being a fucking weirdo and begging her. Listen, I'm sorry to every man I've I've dated that I'm uh, a weirdo who gives you the ick. I'm sorry. I don't know what it is. I, I think I'm hot and funny. Also, unrelated but related. The Where was this energy from Freddy this entire episode? This is the energy that I expected him to have from the moment Shane stepped out. Like, it pops up when it's convenient. Like Not even when it's convenient. This is the only time it pops out, really. I mean, it, it pops out one other time. But, like, this is what I thought it would be the moment Shane stepped out and the girls stopped. It should have been. Like, he was acting, like, weird annoyed. Like, he didn't yeah. even care that Carly wanted some puss. If my high school crush was visually ogling some man like this or some yeah. woman like this, I would have been like, give me give me a knife. I'm slitting my wrist right here, right now in front of <laughs> it's them. It's going I'm, down. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, I'm, is this a future you want? It's going down. And then he was just like, oh, you girls. You girls, girls, y'all rewind the tape fifteen times for you guys to watch this again. Like, yeah, this doesn't like hurt me in the slightest. Yeah, so I, I don't know, I don't know. Shane swings over to the I crew to remind Freddie about an AV club meeting, and he so casually goes, "Hey, Carly, hey, hey Sam. Sam," as if he's not diddling them both. Diddling, <laughs> diddling is the word that you chose. To explain <laughs> what is happening. Diddling. <laughs> that is the word that you thought about? 
Yes. <laughs> yes, that's precisely what I thought. Where's the Lulu girl? Well, she's literally typing right now. Lulu girl has <laughs> entered the chat. <laughs> like, diddling, diddling. Yes. <laughs> I love the setup. Thanks for thanks for setting that up for us. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, yeah. He's diddling them both. <laughs> Please. Go. Go to jail. Go. I'm already there. I'm with you. Uh, fuck. <laughs> I forgot I'm in there too. Damn it. <gasps> we're trapped. This is the only activity we're allowed to do. This is the guns. only bingo we're trapping. <laughs> All right. Well, before Shane and Freddie can walk away, Sam is like, wait, come here, Shane. Let me fix your hair. It looks kind of weird. But then Carly's like, um, actually, it looked fine and puts it back the way it was. Then the two start literally fighting over his hair and are basically assaulting him, trying mm -hmm. to have the final say in the placement of his hair. And Freddie has to run over and push them off of Shane to save him from their clutches. Yes. He was like, come on, let's go. Get out of here. These crazy women. They're obsessed with you. But also, I love that Shane was just standing there, like, didn't even, like, just, like, letting it, just nothing. He just has no thoughts. He's just a little golden retriever, little boy, doesn't know that he's dating the same, like, the two pairs of besties. Could he doesn't no even know wrong. who Freddy is. He, he doesn't no know what idea. school he's going to. He's no. just like, I'm just like a tall white dude, yeah. and I'm just going to walk into a building, and I'm going to assume I belong there. Exactly. And he, and, and that's what happens. Also, Shane's belt buckle looks like a fucking CD. <laughs> I just wanted to point that out. That's it. it is it a weird. CD or does it just look like it? I I don't know. I I looked at it and I can't tell. I can't tell. I thought for a second it was one of like the like a Walkman kind of a thing, you know, like a little clip. Mm -hmm. But I think it literally is his belt buckle. Walkmans were very big in two thousand eight. I can promise you that. But I mean, it wasn't actually a Walkman. That's just what it looked like. Like I thought it was something where it was like a clip-on little like CD player thing. But I th oh, but then it was the buck. Yes, but then I think it was actually the belt buckle. So it well, was, it was ugly. Let's get Shane's phone number and ask him what he was wearing that fateful day. Yeah, let's ask him. But when when he walks away, he only seems mildly afraid, like you were saying, and he just goes, uh, "I'll see you later." And the girls again, soaking wet dripping embarrassing embarrassing they're screaming embarrassingly smitten goodbyes to him i love that they're both like call me text me call me bitch they're like fighting. if you wanted to he would <laughs> stop being so desperate like what i said to freddie before <laughs> stop it he fully only said goodbye to one person i'll see you later not i'll see y'all later mm. i'll see you guys later I'll see you later. That is something you say to one person. Yeah. You cannot look at two people and say, I'll see you later. No. Who did he say goodbye to? It was one of them. Which one? I think he said goodbye to one of them. But I want to talk about it later because I want to talk about my thoughts on this entire episode at the end. Okay. So I will not respond to who I think he is saying goodbye to. But they realize, the girls, that this whole sharing him thing is never going to work. They decide he is going to be the one to choose who he's going to date out of the two of them. Well, what are the rules? The rules are whichever one Shane kisses first gets him, but Shane has to kiss them, not vice versa. And it has to be lips to lips and last longer than three seconds. 
I'd like to know the rules on tongue in this situation. <laughs> if uh, there's any tongue, they immediately get their bingo trapped. <laughs> <laughs> also, after Carly says lips to lips, Sam's like, I like lips to lips. You are 12! <laughs> Stop being so horny! <laughs> kissing should scare you. When I was 12, kissing scared me. Yeah, I remember scary. kissing my first boyfriend. I was like, am I doing this right? Yeah. I, I was like, what? I know. I was like, ah. And, and after it's established that the kiss needs to be longer than three seconds, Sam goes, or longer. And Carly's like, yeah. Yeah, longer would be nice. Uh, long kisses are only if you're Frenching. Ah! Like, you can't even like, long, like. <laughs> that's weird like I, I, I was like this is unrealistic when i was in eighth grade i was not like oh yeah kissing boys i was like how do you even do that i'm scared they neither of them have ever kissed anyone like this is part of the plot and 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 like in episode in a later episode Sam admits to never having kissed anyone. So why why is she like, ooh, I like Wait, lips. did she not kiss her boyfriend? No. So, okay, she's, are they just like, are they doing that thing where they're like trying to like put their dicks out on the table and pretend yeah. they're bigger than they are? Being like, like yeah, I like lips like, lips. I'm going to suck him dry, actually. <laughs> I'm going to put a nut over my non-existent tits. I'm going to give him a UTI with my hands. <laughs> I'm gonna let him put his dick in my urethra. <laughs> like they haven't kissed anyone, so why are they like? I like lips to lips. Like, girl, what? I'm still scared to kiss people. I don't know what these children are talking about. Yucky, yucky. Cooties? Have they not heard of them? Apparently not. Apparently, actually, cooties are not. real, and it's called oral herpes, <laughs> aka cold sores. And I ask every date in my life, "Have you ever had a cold sore?" Because guess what, friends and foes listening to the podcast, one of my besties got the herps from a dude with a cold sore on his lip Damn. going down on her. So everybody, stay safe. Stay safe out there. Yeah. Kissing scares me. <laughs> I'm going to get oral herpes. Unibrow is still fixing the elevator at the Shea apartment, and Spencer's just, like, watching him work. Yeah, he's just chilling. And then full of spite and anger. He's just like, any idea when the elevator is going to be fixed? <laughs> I was like, okay, Karen, go take a bath. Drink a smoothie. Let the man work. You have stairs, bestie. It's not the end of the world that the it's elevator not. is on commission for a bit. It's not. He is a little rich boy who has the privilege of having an elevator go straight to his door. And he's like, God forbid, God forbid I need to walk up the eight flights of stairs to my apartment for another goddamn fucking day. Hell my no. I can't do it. You see him? He's scrawny. He does not have the muscle mass to walk up those eight flights of stairs every day. <laughs> In response to when it will be fixed, Unibrow just goes, I don't know, three, four. <laughs> and Spencer's like, three or four what? Days? Weeks? Months? And Unibrow's like, yeah, maybe five. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't we heard this joke before? Like I'm like we've heard it before. I don't know if we have or not. Like it sounded familiar. I don't know if it's just like a joke that I've heard or if it was in iCarly that I heard about it, but we will hear it again later. I still think we've heard it before. Maybe Spencer's like five what? And Unibrow's <laughs> like 
look, buddy, I'm just a dancer. <laughs> and Spencer's like, you're not a dancer. So Unibrow goes, and a five, six, seven, eight, and does the most subpar but nonetheless intense tap dancing you've ever seen. Then finishes it off with some taekwondo stances directed at Spencer and goes, whoop-pow! And Spencer just goes solemnly, I'm sorry. As if that little ditty proved anything to that anyone. Little, that little diddling proved anything. <laughs> But not Spencer, the trust fund artist who's never actually sold anything, telling this working class man that he's not a dancer. That's not true. Yeah, you better be sorry. He has sold something. You take that back. You do not insult our man like that. He He sold sold one thing and was super excited about it and has the nerve to say that this guy is not a dancer. Yeah. Like your your profession is not art, buddy. You've sold one or two things in your (laughs) lifetime. Like that's a hobby. That's a hobby. And you're going to tell this man. Fixing your fucking mistake that yeah. you were too stupid and emasculine to fix. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm about to go Christian Walker. Where are the men? Where Bring are the back real the men? masculine men who know how to grease an elevator shaft on their fucking own. Bring them back. Bring them yeah, back. Yeah, bring back the men who know how to rewire the buttons. Who won't get stuck in an elevator with a smoker. Who aren't afraid to walk up eight flights of stairs every single day. Bring those men back. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, can I have a grande frappuccino, half whip, <laughs> no soy? Thank you. But also, like, I, what is, what is, like, the stereotypical dancer? Like, is he, is he trying to be misogynistic or, like, sexist that, like, men can't be dancers too? where he's like, nah, you're not a dancer. You don't, you don't look like one. Plot twist, this was just the beginning of High School Musical. I don't dance. I know you can't. Not a chance. <laughs> but I, I, this was fucking hilarious. Like, I busted out laughing, too, when he started fucking dancing. And I'm going to use that lightly. Really? Because it scared me. I'm going to be honest. I was afraid. Honestly, I think fucking Spencer was onto something. He's not a dancer. And, no. like, what, are we back in fucking I Dream of Dance again? Like, what, are we having, like, a little flashback going back? Like, and this is also I Dream of Dance Adam Wiseman Ugh. directed, too. So he's like, I, I love dance. He loves to reference himself. I love dance. We're going to put this in. Stroke your dick a little less, dude. Fucking narcissist. We're at the school now, and we're going to learn what ploys the girlies have up their sleeves. The first one, Sam is sitting in a kissing booth. Ooh, Netflix is quaking. Quaking. They're set up directly in the middle of the school's hallway. Freddie saunters up and just stares at her setup. And she goes, (laughs) not for $9 billion. Which is something I'm sure that Jeff Bezos has heard a lot. But then he whips (laughs) out his checkbook and boom, that's how he's got his newest girlfriend. (laughs) It all makes sense. Freddie should take a play out of his playbook. <laughs> Freddie's like, I'm already in the AV club. I'll be there soon. <laughs> but she said, not in public, Bay. In private. Oh, my God. But not in public. <laughs> I got to degrade you still. I'm not even getting SETI vibes in this episode. It was it was sad. No, I mean, I'm not even getting Freddie vibes at all. Like, he's not yeah. in the episode. So it's not Who's possible even Fred to Word? get SETI vibes. But Fetty. Oh, wait. Fetty. Fetty, boys. <laughs> I, yeah. 1738 I'm I'm like like, hey what's up hello not in a million years would I kiss you but come on it's for a little charity charity. (laughs) also logistically let you know I love logistics 
did Sam logistics? Did Sam build this kissing booth? <laughs> Wait, do you know the little gremlin I'm imitating? <laughs> just happened and it was all my fault um i was thinking the exact same thing because it's so well built but in my excitement i started doing an impersonation of that little creature from that show and i think he's the little brother of the girl who can talk to animals the thornberries oh yes <laughs> i was <laughs> Well, you know the little brother who's like yeah, yeah, I really leaned into that uh, for a second. I, you looked really I thought that it was something related to like the kissing booth that I like hadn't seen, and I was like, no. "Oh, I've never seen that." Come okay. on, put some respect to my name. I never fucking watched that shit. Um, okay, uh, back to my question. I think I'm a little scared, but <laughs> did... <laughs> uh, don't please don't freak out. Did Sam? Did Sam build this kissing booth? <laughs> <laughs> like, let's picture this. Like, did she spend all night painting it? Like, how did she get it into school? Like, did her mom drive it into her? No, her like, mom does not give a fuck about her. Well, her mom's car is fucking blown up, remember? So, like, her mom doesn't have a car. It was on fire. So, like, There's no to drive it to school. Uh, like, I... Uh, did, did it doesn't fit through the door? Did she build it there? Like, also, the craftsmanship is way too good. It was too good. The craftsmanship was too good for her to have built it. It was too good. She had to have stolen it from uh, the theater department or something. Yeah. Like, it was... She went on the set of Netflix and said, hold, hold up, on, give it to me, give it to me. <laughs> she took a little kid's lemonade stand and then repainted it. Yeah, like, like it was make more too sense. good. Yeah, but I... It should have been, like, plywood, like, badly hammered together. I was together. just gonna say, it should have literally just been, like, a piece of computer paper taped to a locker being like kissing booth and her with like a school desk chair just sitting there like that's it it should not have been anything else it was yeah too much. Where, where did this come from it doesn't make sense where'd it go doesn't make sense i miss you so feels like it's been forever <laughs> but freddie reveals that he wants to help sam win the contest and sam's like oh please you don't want me to win you just want carly to lose and freddie's like that is True. True. <laughs> True bestie. True bestie. <laughs> Slay. Shane walks in, and while Freddy is scrambling to figure out a plan, Sam whips out a water gun and starts spraying it at him to make him go away before Shane even approaches her. <laughs> I have no proof, but that water gun was filled with pee. You wish. Let's not talk about that. That's not on limits for the podcast. Mm. <laughs> Moving on. Shane asks what charity the money is going to. And Sam goes, oh, you know, the one that makes old people less irritating. Where do I donate? I want to donate. Bitch. I hate old people. We are the old people. No. I, where do I donate? I don't think you're getting this. Old people are annoying. No, we are to young people, we're the old people. No, she was definitely talking about old people. No, I distinctly remember when I was like 12, 13, it would piss me off that 20 somethings like did not know how to dress. I'd be like, why don't you get fashion? I mean, yes, period. Stop projecting. Let me, she's definitely talking about old people. No, no, Gen Z hates us. I'm, I know, but I'm talking about old people. Dude, we're the old people. I'm just telling you. Okay, well, where, still, where do I donate? Where do I donate? 
so that I can make myself less irritating. That's all I wanted to um, fucking say. My Venmo. At C-I-R-C-E-E. <laughs> Come on. The second you oh, donate, I will God. never call you annoying again. Well, Shane almost donates to the cause at Cersei. <laughs> he almost donates a dollar to the cause in exchange for kissing Sam. But he forgot his wallet in his locker, obviously. Broke bitch. And Sam calls over some hopeless little fucking coconut head ass looking kid and demands that he loan Shane a dollar. And this little nerd just goes, okay. But then, <laughs> bring the bell rings, saved by the bell. Shane cannot be late to class and he runs off. The dork, though. He doesn't even have a dollar to loan him anyway. So he asks, what can I get for 50 cents? And Sam goes, I'll spit on you. And the kid doesn't even flinch before saying, deal. And Sam takes the fucking piss gun, takes it out, agreed it's piss, and starts spraying him until he runs away. Sam started the spitting trend. (laughs) I'm sorry. I am sorry. How the fuck? How the fuck? Fuck! Are they gonna put a spit on me joke on Nickelodeon in 2008? A spit on me joke. Yep. That kid, he was like, I know that you degrade Freddy every single goddamn day and I want in on it. I'm trying to get in on it. I want in on it. Spit on me. Fucking spank me. Choke me. I'm in on it. Degrade me. Fuck me. Fuck me. Spanky comes back. I'll spank him. Spank him. (laughs) I somebody's gonna get <laughs> but I love this little kid. This little kid was adorable. I want my son to look like this. <laughs> Just a little baby. I want to name him Buford. <laughs> Please, I gotta go. I suddenly <laughs> don't want children anymore. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry for party rocking. <laughs> sorry for Bufording too hard. <laughs> Buford is a handsome name. Shane comes over to take Carly to a movie, but she's like, fuck that movie. Let's stay in. And he's like, okay. (laughs) She drags him on the couch and then shoves an iced coffee, which literally came out of nowhere Mm -hmm. into his face. And is like, iced coffee? And he's like, sure. And then he grabs it. And then when he tries to set it back down on the coffee table, she's like, use a coaster. (laughs) But he can't find one. And she's like, oh, it's uh, under the blue folder. He picks up the folder to reveal the coasters beneath it, sets the drink down, but then he notices what's written on the folder. Mm-hmm. A Chance for Romance. Ooh. An original play by Carly Shay. <gasps> I didn't know you write plays. Carly blushes. Oh, well, I do. Sometimes. <laughs> what conniving little bitches these hoes are. Yeah. This is coercion. Like, this is not a real kiss. This is coercion. Coercion. Cohosion. Cohosion. Yeah. Like, she literally wrote a play to kiss a man. What level of desperation is that? Because I never want to be there. Me basing my whole (laughs) comedy career based on the fact that I want to kiss Pete Davidson. (laughs) But, like, writing a whole play. I'm just kidding. Just to win this bet. That uh, of this guy who's also dating your friend. How down bad can you be? How down bad? I don't. That, previously, before that thing about Pete Davidson, that was a bit. That was a joke. I wanted <laughs> to laugh. I've been doing comedy since before he was even a thing. It's for the bit. It was a bit. It's for it was a bit. joke. I do this shit for myself. Fuck Pete Davidson. But also, Freddie should take some notes. You know, because like <sighs> yeah. clearly this is happening. Maybe if he put like half an ounce of effort 
He wouldn't be a little bitch. Yeah. He wouldn't be a little bitch. He wouldn't bitch. be friend zoned every fucking day. <laughs> she asked him to be her scene partner Ooh. to do a practice run with me. And he's like, sure, I, I've been in some plays. <laughs> they begin a romantic dialogue between Bruno and Maybelle. Ooh. And my boy, sh- my boy, my boy, my boy Shane is serving in the serving. acting department. He is looking deep into Carly's eyes. Mm-hmm. He is, he's doing, he's putting Carly to shame. He is. He's like, He's like, you talk too much. And honestly, it was a bit too much because if I saw a man getting this into acting, <laughs> I would get the ick. I'd be like, no, absolutely not. Me thinking this was hot and the shh, shh, talk too much. I would have melted, melted. In my head, I would have been like, ugh. <laughs> you think we're in a rom-com, bitch? No. I would have been like, I am. Ah, get the fuck away from me before I kill you. <laughs> I, am in the, I am in a rom-com. <laughs> Like, all, like, I can't, like, when men get too, like, oh, yeah, <laughs> Natalie, Natalie, you're so, so beautiful. Sh- I'm like, you bitch, I'm dry. <laughs> I'm dry. Tell me I'm loud and annoying. I'll be wet. I'll be like, oh, he sees me. <laughs> he hears me. <laughs> <laughs> he sees me. He hears me. He feels me. Oh, my God. Love me. Choose me. Pick me. <laughs> <laughs> Shane pauses and is like. It says that Bruno kisses Mabel passionately for at least three seconds. <laughs> I don't know if it's okay. Carly interrupts him. Oh, this is acting. We're we're being actors right now. And a good actor always follow the script, right? And he agrees. So they rerun their lines. And right when Shane leans in, hey, look, I made some toast by leaving a piece of bread in the sun next to a mirror. It's some tinfoil. Spencer Shea saves, saves the day. The day. <laughs> okay, this is pissing me off because both of these scenarios would be kisses under false pretenses and are actually a little bit predatory, if you ask me. And they shouldn't count for like real kisses, indicating whether or not he has feelings for them or not. No, I mean, period. You said what we were all thinking. This is not Carly Shay and Sam Puckett are predators. Predators. They are they are canceled. They are using their power by being web show hosts. Celebrities. Yeah. Internet celebrities to coerce a man who has no celebrity status at all and is just who has a smooth brain and is just tall. Just just tall and he is just trying to make it in the world of A V and he has nothing else to do. <laughs> But to try to smooch either of these girls to make it. All, isn't he kind of stupid for not realizing that he's in situations where people are trying to coerce him into kissing them? Not you victim blaming. I am victim. <laughs> Fuck this dude. But also Carly being like, a good actor always follows the script. This bitch disrespecting improv. She is. Come on, girl. I'm sorry, a good actor, like she would know what that is anyway. So... <laughs> shots fired (laughs) like you said shane here he was serving he was putting miss miranda cosgrove to shame in this one carly was literally just like i've never heard of acting in my life i'm just gonna recite these lines and look at you she was like a good actor like bitch where bitch where bitch where bitch where Shane thinks that Spencer's toast is so cool, so so they both run outside to check it out. Men are such simple, idiotic creatures. Idiots. Yeah, I mean, I, um... He was like, oh my god, what? 
Holy shit. He is the golden retriever boy here. This is what everybody on TikTok fucking nuts over, is a little man who has no fucking thoughts. I mean, that will be seen. That remains to be seen. (laughs) It's like... (laughs) That will be seen. Okay. Was that a threat? (laughs) That will be seen. (laughs) Well, we're seeing him at the fucking school. And Freddy yells. He's at the top of the stairs. And he just yells, here he comes to Sam, who then lays down on the floor with her leg like pushed behind her in a weird position. Like it's broken and she just splatted on the floor. <laughs> and Shane like a little bug. A little bug. She just got stomped on. Shane steps <gasps> into the hall and boom, Freddy gasps. He <gasps> slides down the staircase railing like some fucking James Bond ass bitch and yells, Sam! Oh man, she's unconscious. And a crowd starts to form. I'm sorry. Imagine you're unconscious and your friend just goes, oh, oh man. man, Natalie, she's unconscious. Immediately the ick immediately passed away. <laughs> a crowd starts to form as everyone, including Shane and the people who just watched Sam get down on the floor herself, crowd around her. Freddie goes, she isn't breathing. So Shane leans in. A slight smile crosses over Sam's supposedly unconscious body. And just as his lips are about to touch hers, this woman comes running out. Out of my way. Give me some room. Move. The school nurse flies in. She flings Shane across a locker like a little fucking bug. He just like slides down the locker. (laughs) Straddles Sam and begins rubbing a defibrillator together, getting it ready to shock her. Sam wakes up, screams, wait, no, I'm feeling better. But the nurse just screams, hold still and tries to shock her. (laughs) the budget at seattle public schools going crazy right now (laughs) what school nurse has a fucking defibrillator what if she would have used that on sam she would have been dead she would have killed her she would have murder charges sam woke up and was like "Ah!" and she was still like hold still i would be fighting her too you're about to kill me like i was just about to say that like if anybody should be reported to the principal and to the fucking cops it's this nurse like you would have murdered this girl she didn't even check the pulse before she did it she just got on top of her and started she was like this is what needs to be done like what fucking what fucking nurse school did you go to maybe the same ones who don't think the vaccine fucking work because clearly you don't know shit shots fired she said it i said it yeah that's right we get political on this podcast we get topical we get topical but also before she like before shane leans in fred is like you know CPR. And Shane is like, yeah, I was certified last year. And Fred is like, well, get started. Like if Sam was actually unconscious and needed CPR and mouth to mouth, she would be dead. She would be dead. Like, because you guys here are just info dumping again about, oh yeah, I learned CPR last year. Nobody, that doesn't even like go to the plot. Like 
I mean, I guess I was wondering how a fucking 14-year-old knows CPR, but, like, you didn't need to say oh, that. Let me stop you right there, bestie. Yeah, I, I learned CPR <laughs> as a 13-year-old uh, from the Red Cross of America. Oh, period. Um, as start of a, a part of a babysitter's yes, training course. Yes. Okay, fine. And I got a little certificate and a little backpack that was red that had a bunch of fun, cool stuff in it. And I got a little certificate that said... This bitch knows how to give CPR to babies, toddlers, <laughs> and, and children. adults. <laughs> okay, fine. So, I knew that too, but in like high school or something. But either way, like it's not, like they were just info dumping, and it was annoying. Yeah, I was like this girl's dead. I mean, you're not wrong. You're she's dead. Thanks. I know I'm not wrong. Since this bitch is dead, since she's dead, maybe we should take a little break and mourn her passing. Let's, let's mourn her passing. Pour one out for her. R.I.P. <laughs> I'm going to go pee. Go, go piss, girl. Go piss, girl. I have some very embarrassing news, everyone. Uh-oh. So I went to go potty. She went potty. My mother was in the tub. Mm-hmm. And um, because I live with her still at the tender age of 23. Yes. Um, I'm 25. Why did neither of us flinch? When I said I was 23. I went potty in the bathroom that she's in the in the tub at. Mm-hmm. And um, so I asked her about breathing in through the nose and how she played the French horn and the tuba. Mm-hmm. And first of all, I was humbly corrected in the fact that she played the... Um, I've already forgotten. <laughs> I have a, the trombone and something else. It's like a tuba, but smaller. The French horn. No. She played something like a tuba, but smaller. Anyway, she just told me that the embouchure, which is the position at which you hold your mouth to the mouthpiece, mm-hmm. you can't move that. Yeah. Otherwise, it will affect how your breath sounds and stuff like that. So I was completely wrong. And um, Natalie was completely right. Wow. And my mom went like this and explained to me exactly the ways in which I was wrong. See, I am never wrong. And I'm glad that your mom showed that you were gaslighting me on this podcast. And I was correct. I can't believe that brass instruments are ableist to people with deviated septums. And that's all I'll say on the matter. And people with blueberries in their noses. Yes, because that is a disability. It is a disability. Well, let's let's get back into it, I guess. Uh, now that we've uh, debunked the myth that <laughs> that Cersei created, listen, I'll admit when I'm wrong. <laughs> Good, we're I'll not we're it. not queuing on. Remember, we're eyeing on. We're not queuing on. We're not queuing on. I will happily say I I made that up. Yeah, I made an educated guess, and guess what? I'm not educated on the matter, so my guess was wrong. It was wrong. So the nurse and Sam. Let's remind you guys, they are on the floor. They are fighting for the fucking life. And the nurse is trying to kill Sam and Sam is trying to stay alive. But they're wrestling and Sam eventually overpowers this nurse and screams, I'm fine, all right? And the nurse yells, I'm going to report you to the principal for impersonating a sick person. What is your name? And Sam, without missing a beat, yells, Rebecca Berkowitz, and then gets up with zero sense of urgency just finger guns to Shane while saying, I'll text you later, and then does a little stroll off camera. All right. First of all, a little stroll off camera is an understatement. She does a little leprechaun jive with her arms. <laughs> it's like a little gremlin. And then meanders off stage. I was like, <laughs> if Shane didn't have the ick from that, like, I don't know now what he he's doing. 
Also, uh, me thinks mouth to mouth is not a kissy kiss. It's not. Like, even the other ones were, like, coercing him into a kiss and it shouldn't have counted. This isn't You're even like, a kiss. <sighs> yeah. You're it's not like, doing no kiss. It's like air being breathed into you. Yeah. It's the opposite of sexy. Uh, no. This was a genuine LOL, though, when she was like, Rebecca Berkowitz. I, yeah. LOL. That was I really was like, funny. who's Rebecca Berkowitz? Oh, oh, like, she had that. That is her name that she uses to tell the fucking police. She has, like, a, like a fake student ID with Rebecca Berkowitz's yeah. name on it. That's what Spanky knows her as. He has no idea who she is except for Rebecca, I'm Rebecca Berkowitz. Come over here. Thank <laughs> you. Um, another observation is that Fred is in a penny tee and half of it, though, is covered because he has his little like backpack satchel on. But I think I it definitely says ham. The bottom text says ham. And I think that the top word is electric. I'm pretty sure because I can make out an E and then T-R-I-C. So I feel like electric would make sense. Maybe eccentric, but I think it's electric. So it says electric ham. I want to look. No. Stop dating Shane! You stop! No! I'll text you later. It, yeah. Hundred percent. It says electric ham. I'm glad you rewatched it. It's unheard of on this podcast, but I'm glad that you took the time out of your day to rewatch iCarly for us. Thank you for your service. I deserve a purple heart for that. You do. Ooh, girl, brown, brown, shock me like an electric ham. <laughs> My mom is very riveted by the fact that her skills came into play in this podcast, and she sent me a Wikipedia page on embouchure and was like, of note, you oh, she played the euphonium. Oh. That was the tiny tuba thing. Of note, euphonium and trombone use same mouthpiece, so all embouchure skills are transferable. French horn and tuba have very different mouthpieces, and one would negatively impact the embouchure of the other. Thanks, Mom. You heard it here first. We have an expert. Yeah, you heard it here first. The French horn and tuba have very different mouthpieces, and one would negatively impact the other. So you don't want to use the same embouchure. But either way, you still need to breathe out of your nose. So never put blueberries up your nose if you're playing a brass instrument, because you might die. die. (laughs) Welcome to this week's episode of A Thousand Ways to Die. This one, we have one Miss Sam Puckett performing on her iCarly web show, where she thought it'd be funny to put blueberries up her nose while playing the tuba, but oh, (laughs) was she wrong? She was wrong. Because of her embouchure, when she took a big whiff... Through her nose, the blueberries went right into her esophagus and would not budge. And therefore, <laughs> she strangulated herself, asphyxiation of blueberries inside of her esophagus. On live web show. Yes, on live <laughs> web show. What a dumb, stupid bitch. She deserved it. Let's victim blame. I feel like a thousand ways to die is just always victim blaming. I think that's like the premise of the show. It's like, hey, tragedy happened. Ha <laughs> ha! They deserved it. What an idiot. What a dumbass. <laughs> anyway, am I supposed to be narrating? What's going on? Yes. What's going on? on, on. In the iCarly stewed, Shane is having a stew die diet with Carly, but the electricity is out, so candles are lit, setting Ooh. the mood. 
She offers Shane a strawberry, a known aphrodisiac, Ooh. and he accepts. Carly tries to return to studying, but Shane's like, I can't see <laughs> in this lighting. So they take a little break. Carly turns on some mood music, and Shane's like, wait, how is our music playing hours out? And she's like, shh, you speak too much. <laughs> Also, the dim light, Shane, there's literally a huge fucking window right there. Like, we can see you perfectly. There's, you can read. You can, you're not illiterate. You can read. You're not illiterate like me. You can read. Carly starts panicking and is like, I'm going to lose my job. No, she starts <laughs> panicking and is screaming something about something being in her eye. She plops next to him and is like, can you see if there's something in there? And he's like, um, it's hard to see, like I said, in this light. And she goes, oh, good. Come closer. <laughs> and smushes their heads together. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, can you see anything weird? And he's like. <laughs> No, but you have a really pretty eye. <laughs> he leans in. They're about to kiss until... What up, what up, what up? <laughs> Sam barges in. It's so dark in here. She flips the light on. Like, how did she know? How did she know that they were there? Oh, she was keeping tabs. She had find my iPhone already. She's like, what? what's going on? Mr. Fredward was peeping through the peephole and he was like, all right, all right. She's here. Get Shane's him. here. Get go, 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 go. The SWAT team comes down from the <laughs> ceiling again. <laughs> Carly yells, foul. Shane is looking mega uncomfy. The girls start fully screaming, crying, shitting, vomiting on each other. Yes. Shane has to scream, girls. Carly, Sam, girls, girls! And finally he gets their attention. And he's like, I don't know what's up with you two, but I've had enough. I've seen girls get competitive over a guy before, but you two are out of control. You tell him. He calls the elevator. They try to stop him, but he just says, you girls call me when you learn to be a little more. (laughs) He steps into the empty elevator shaft and falls nine feet to the basement. Mm -hmm. The girls embrace each other, horrified. horrified. That grease shaft did not help him one bit. No, it did not. No, it did not. It made it worse. They're about to have a lawsuit. He was like, slip, 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 That man is dead. That man is deceased. Like D-E-D. Like, Carly and Sam, they just watched a man die in front of their eyes. But also, I'm sorry, he is dating two best friends. Like, what does he expect to happen? Of course they're going to, like, fight over him. It's his fault. Like, what do you mean? No, and this is what pissed me off where, where, okay, he was walking away and I know exactly what he was going to say when he was like, you girls call me when you learn to be a little more mature. Yeah. I'm sorry. Hello? Two women have feelings for you and you're treating them as if that means nothing and that you can go and diddle anyone you want (laughs) and it doesn't mean anything. As if they're the crazy ones? Like what? No. And like he never expressed that he was only into one as a friend or he was only into both of them as a friend or he was like trying to get to know both. Like he has never expressed his feelings towards them so how are they supposed to know and like do anything? And again, it's like, you're really going to sit here and have me believe that this man is so oblivious to what is going on that, like, he didn't know that they were fighting over him? Like, what? No, this pissed me off. This pissed me the fuck off. It did not make sense. Like, obviously, he knows what's going on. He's partaking in it. Like, what? I don't know. Yeah, this, I don't know. I just really hated the whole, like, oh, if you guys were more mature, 
You'd be able to handle dating the same guy. You would be able. You'd be able to do this. You'd be able to let him cheat on you and take your best friend on the same exact date as you within 24 hours of taking your best friend on that same exact date. And if you were mature, you would understand and it would be fine. It's like, that's really funny because me thinks that being like, hey, um, I like you. Do you like I wanna me? I want to know if you actually like me. Am I wasting my time? Yeah. Am I not? What's going on? Are you into me? Why are you dating my best friend? That's weird. Um, I don't want to have competition with someone who I care for. That's strange. Strange. Also, like, if you are dating other people, I don't want to know them. I don't know what you're doing with them. Yeah. Also, if the genders were reversed, you'd be a dirty horse slut, mm-hmm. manipulator, lying bitch. There would be there'd be Karen's boycotting this Nickelodeon episode. Yeah. They'd be like, this fucking whore. This damn hooker. This whore. On my child's television screen. A role model for my daughters? No way. No. So, Shane's body, it is free-falling, free-falling down the fucking elevator shaft. He is screaming. His body just starts falling past Spencer on the first floor. Spencer hears it, acknowledges it, and then kind of shakes his head out of it and just moves on. There's a thud as Shane's body hits the floor and Spencer stops, looks back slightly, and then makes like a little like smirk, baby Grinch smile. And he's just like, <laughs> and then just keeps on walking to his room. What was that baby Grinch look? It was like, <laughs> and then walked away. Is he not like legally liable for this? Like a minor got injured in his unsafe apartment complex. He is going to jail. Him and, and little unibrow dancer guy, they're going to jail. They're going to jail. They're locked up. I mean, also, Spencer doesn't give a fuck. Like, he literally has, like, parties with children at his place all the time. So, like... you party with children? I I don't think he cares. But also, you're talking about the face that he made. I want to talk about the shirt that he's wearing. Like, what the fuck was that shirt? It's literally, like, a half cat, like, a half, like, fucking dog. It is weird. It's random. Like, just put him in a penny tee. Like, (laughs) this is fucking weird. Give him another penny tee, please. Yeah, please. What the hell is this? Anyway, since... He's dead. We meet the um, I crew at the graveyard where they're mourning Shane's death. It's literally a funeral on Nickelodeon. Yeah. Haha, <laughs> just kidding. They're at the emergency room. Because <laughs> obviously he lived. Yeah. Somehow, Somehow he lived. He's alive. I'm assuming Spencer took the I crew to visit Shane in the hospital. He's bandaged up head to toe, passed out on the hospital bed. Unconscious. Freddie asked the doc, how long will it be until he's back to normal? <laughs> The doc just goes, hard to say. Could be three, four. Spencer and Carly go, days? Weeks? And the doc just goes, eh, yeah, maybe five. This was funny. It was funny the first time. Funny the second time. Wouldn't be funny a third time. I thought it was not funny. Mm, hater. Mainly because I was like, I already thought I heard this joke before. Now I'm really hearing it again. <laughs> so, so figure that out. what's going on? The girls agree to learn the moral of this episode. Mm-hmm. And they will never, ever, ever fight over a boy again. Ever. Everyone leaves to go get turkey fingies from the cafeteria. Mm-hmm. But Carly runs back in and kisses a sleeping Shane and says, I win. 
All right. First of all, he's not dead. This problem. He's not dead. Will resume when he gets better. Yeah. In a few months, he will be back at school. I was going to say, no, they, they never actually continue with the plot in iCarly. Like, it's just an episode and then that's it. It's like, hey, what if we pretended to resolve this? And then never brought it up. Yeah. Like, he never returns, but he no. definitely still goes to the school canonically. Yeah. But also, kissing unconscious people is creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, this whole episode was like, let's mildly try to like sexually assault this guy and mm-hmm. get him to kiss me under false pretenses, and I was uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yep, I was gonna say it's not just creepy, but it's also not consensual. So we literally. Yeah. Just witnessed a little schmexual assault on Nickelodeon. Just a little Just bit. Just a little one. Just a little bit of And it's also, like, this is so fucked up, too, because this aired in 2008, and obviously, like, the conversation about consent was not as big as it is now, but it's still, like, they're showing this episode to children and teaching them that it's okay to, one, coerce somebody into getting them to kiss you, under false pretenses or whatever the hell. And two, it's fine to kiss somebody who's unconscious. Like, this is dangerous to teach kids this uh, thought process. Yeah. It's literally teaching kids that, like, consent doesn't matter. Took the words right out of my mouth. How did you do that? Did you put your fist in my mouth? I did. It's because our, our minds are mushed. Our minds are melded. They're melded. Yeah. Um... Like, okay, let's say let's say one of these schemes did play out. Um, if I heard that he kissed her, like, and I was Carly, and, like, he kissed her from the kissing booth or from the CPR thing, I'd be like, that doesn't count. He didn't kiss you. Right. You tricked him. Same with the play. If I were Sam, I'd be like, you tricked him. That doesn't count. Yeah. Beyond, like, the actual, like, diabolical, unconsensual nature of it, just as a shitty kid, I would be like, no, that's not happening. But also, oh, I was going to say, like, on his side, he doesn't know what's going on. Like, he doesn't know that, like, once he kisses them under these false pretenses, that means that, like, he can't talk to the other one now or whatever, or that means that they're dating now. Like, he isn't yeah. in on the bit either, so it's not like, okay, what? So, so what? So one of these ploys works, right? And he kisses them, and then, like, Sam wins. What if he's not interested in Sam? And then what? He has no idea. Or the other way around. Or what if he's not interested in either of them? Like, he doesn't know. Exactly what I thought a better ending would be is if he thought that they were hanging out as friends the whole time... And then all of, like, the instances of kissing would have been equivocal, aside from the last one with Carly, they would have been equivocal enough where he would have been like, oh, I'm sorry if I gave you the wrong impression. I thought I was donating to charity in a kissing booth. I thought you were dying and I needed to give you CPR. I thought thought you you needed to play and we were acting. And then that would have been, like, a really funny out where they invented this whole romance for themselves. And this guy was just like, hey, I'm new at this school. Freddie introduced me to you guys. I think it's cool. You have a web show. I, I thought, thought we were, we were friends. being friends. Yeah. And then the girls would feel like big, dumb idiots. And it would be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a dangerous narrative to show kids and anybody. But it's like a dangerous narrative to it's show. It's dangerous to show me because I'm going to take it the wrong way. <laughs> I'm going to become a predator. <laughs> cancel this episode i don't know it's just it's fucked up and it doesn't make any sense and like you said that would have been a better plot too where it was like this whole thing what can i say i'm a really good writer (laughs) i'd be really good for writing for tv if hbo wants to pick up my pilot called tender it's really funny it was a second round candidate for the screen craft (laughs) film fund um 
I want to talk about. <laughs> you want to talk? Sorry. I want to talk. I know. I know it's it's crazy that I want to talk Um, two hours later. But, <laughs> but it's obvious that if we had to pick who he was actually into, he was actually into Carly. Fair enough. Yeah. Because, like, all of Sam's ploys, all of them, were all tricks they were all tricks there was never one that was genuinely going to happen yeah and with carly at the end even if like the play he wasn't into her at the end he was obviously going to kiss her and she was going to win like no matter what setup she had about lying with like the electricity off or whatever like even if none of that had happened and she did the little like trying to get him to look in her eye is like the guys putting like their arm around you on the couch kind of a thing she was trying to get them to be closer and whatever and he was like leaning in for the kiss so you could tell that that was the time that he genuinely was into her yeah that's why i think he said see you later to carly i agree i also want to say that (laughs) this was miranda cosgrove's first kiss ever and her second kiss ever was with nathan on the show this was her first kiss that's why they started dating afterward she was like, gotta keep kissing him. Can't kiss somebody else. She was like, I'm kismatized. She was kismatized. That's insane. That's embarrassing. Yep. So that was her first kiss was the passed out Shane in the hospital bed. But like I said, kids that age are not sucking and fucking. They're like awkward. I, yeah. I mean, I agree. Even Miss Celebrity, Miranda Cosgrove, had never had a kiss. Never had a kiss. Let's stop pressuring young kids into being sexually well-versed. I agree. Period. Me. I'm changing the world right now with my demands. (laughs) I'm such a philanthropist. Oh, my God. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, we made it. We are at the post credit scene. And the gang is just standing around awkwardly, brushing their teeth. Just no sink in sight. (laughs) They're all together. They're all together. Just just brushing their teeth it makes so much sense and sam just goes i can't brush my teeth like this of course you can't and freddie's like why and sam goes because it's too quiet that's not the reason why bestie (laughs) it's because there's no water there's no sink where are you gonna spit are you gonna swallow your toothpaste yeah i think you misunderstood (laughs) swallow oh no she did not misunderstand but freddie (laughs) obviously pumps up the jams (laughs) And delete Miss Miranda Cosgrove, her voice just comes out of the stereo. Uh, and it's Miss Miranda Cosgrove's hit single, Stay My Baby, starting to blast on the stereo. The gang, they all start jamming out while obviously still brushing their teeth because they love dental hygiene. And that's it. That's that's the post-credit scene. They were like, we need to promote Miss Miranda. We need to make sure that she becomes the next Miley Cyrus, the next Hannah Montana. Like When the scene began, I did think it was going to be a sponsored post for Tooth Tunes. Is that what they were called? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I, nothing could have prepared me for the fact that Miranda Cosgrove had an original song that they were going to force down our throats. Well, it wasn't an original song. It's a cover, but it's still her song. Stop. It's a cover? Yeah. Yeah. Even worse. Another thing, too, is that Fred is wearing a penny tee, and it's 
really hard to make out what it says because the post credit scenes are already smaller and then you have the credits rolling over them and I had to watch it like 10-15 times to try to even get a glimpse of what it said but I think I finally figured it out um the top line definitely says fries I think the bottom line says matter so is Freddy in all lives matter fucking I don't see color ass bitch where he's like fries matter Fries matter. Fries Let's matter. French fries. Mm-hmm. In the Freddy's defense, that was not a thing in 2008. I don't think it was a slight to the BLM movement. No, but now it is because we're rewatching yeah. it. So now it is. Retroactively. Retroactively canceled. You become problematic retroactively <laughs> when you didn't even mean to be. Pfft, embarrassing for you. Damn. Sorry, embarrassing for you. Embarrassing. Are you going to die of embarrassment, Freddy Benson? You should. You just keel over and die. You should hang out with Shane in the hospital because you're on life support right now. Yeah. Rest in peace. Rest in pieces. That's that's the episode. That's it, baby. We don't have a specific pod babe this week because Mm-mm. we just wanted to shout out all of the 33 people Woo! who already subscribed to our YouTube channel where we're going to be posting video versions of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I get really excited for like every single person that interacts with us. It's yes. so like magical and I just can't believe that people are listening to us and care. Um, but special shout out to Rachel McDonald. Queen Slay. She was our first real subscriber. Mm-hmm. She was technically our second, but the first subscriber was me, and I don't <laughs> count. Um, so she was our first subscriber to the she channel. She subscribed before I did, so that's when you know it's real. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Love her. It's amazing that people enjoy us enough and interact with us, and it's I don't know. It's really great to have a project that people are receptive to. And I'm so grateful for everyone who's listening right now. So Mm -hmm. thank you so much. We love you. We say this a lot, but we love you. We really do. Yeah. I used to hate like when YouTubers would be like, love you guys so much. (laughs) Bye. But it's like actually like I am flabbergasted that like a like human beings sit with their sentience in their brain Mm -hmm. and consume what we're saying. And they're like, haha, this is funny. Oh, my God. Let me go on Twitter and tell them that. Mm -hmm. Haha, you're funny. I'm like, I'm shitting myself right now. You're so nice. Shitting. Shitting, pissing, crying, growing up. If you want to make a shit, piss, cry up, cry up. (laughs) If you want to. If you want to make us shit, piss, and throw up even more, you should subscribe to the YouTube and check out our videos. Linked in the description. We're really excited that this is season two. It's only going to get better from here. Imagine it gets worse. (laughs) We hope that you guys join us again in two weeks when we rewatch I Stage an Intervention. And we hope that you rewatch it with us. Thanks Thanks for for listening. listening. Bye. If you love I Rewatch iCarly, go ahead and leave us a review on the Apple Podcast app or rate us on Spotify. And if you want a chance to be Pod Babe of the Week, be sure to check out our Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook page at I Rewatch iCarly for more content. And head over to our YouTube channel for extended uncut videos of each episode. You can also find Cersei at Cersei.mp3 on Instagram. And you can find Natalie at Natalie R. Collins on Instagram, where the rest of our social media is linked in our bios. Disclaimer, I Rewatch iCarly is not affiliated with iCarly or Nickelodeon in any way, shape, or form. We shall not be held responsible and or liable for anything we say. Anyone listening to 
to our podcast agrees to not hold us liable for what we say or display. We are merely a third-party conglomeration of stories and theories about or pertaining to iCarly, its cast, and creators. Said theories or stories may or may not use real names, always in semi-real and slash or mostly or substantially fictitious ways. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only, and if you choose to take anything we say 100% seriously, you are an idiot. But we are also idiots. You don't mean anything we say. Long story short, free speech, fair use. You can't sue us because we're making it up. Good day.